Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. You're listening to Pardon by America with your host, David Thomas. So is that why every time I take a dump, like I get the quiver? I mean, you got a big old turd coming out. That thing's rubbing up on that plane. I'm not an entirely huge fan of bananas. I more like banana laffy taffies. Those are better. It's like put your dick over the urinal, shake it off, and then put it in your pants. What's up, everybody? How's it going? Welcome to another podcast. I'm your host, David Thomas, and I'm back from Cali, and I'm here with Greg Williams. Back to back to Cali. Cali, Cali. Yeah, no Chris Holum. No Chris Holum. <clears throat> no sidekick. Our other sidekick. It's his turn to not be here. Oh, Mine no. was last week. <laughs> well, his was the week before too. We had it in our car. Oh yeah, well that yeah. one didn't. Yeah. I don't really count that as a full. We did a sloppy mobile <clears throat> podcast. Yeah, it was a little rough, but it was cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was experimenting. That's yeah. what it was, right? Well, it's glad to have you back, Dave. Thanks, man. And I, miss, uh, I missed your raspy little voice there. Yeah. It was fun being in Mexico. I mean, California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Uh, first, I'd like to say uh, the reason that Chris is not here is because it is his anniversary with oh, his yeah. wife. And I just want to say happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, big I boy. I think it's uh, three years, right? I think it's what it is. Three years that they've been married. Love th- love doesn't count, Dave. It doesn't. Time doesn't matter. No. <laughs> that's, so, why, that's what the ring around the <clears throat> finger is. It's, yeah. it's, it's, you know, forever, endless time. Hmm. Oh. That's okay. scary to think about. Endless. Anyway, yeah. so uh, yeah, too bad he's not here. So we're just going to do our thing today. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next week. We've got some cool podcast ideas that we didn't want to do today because mm-hmm. he's not here. So True. Anyways, I was going to tell you about my cool trip to uh, California. Yeah, how'd it go? Uh, it was, uh, we had fun. It was a bunch of people. It was a family. Mm-hmm. So uh, there was, I think, eight or nine of us all together. You flew down. Flew down on... Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, early Sunday, we had to get up at 4 a.m. Yeah, you had like one hour of sleep. <clears throat> I had right? zero sleep. I actually, so, yeah, so I got off work Saturday at 2.30, mm-hmm. and I stayed in Portland, and Chris, Ashley, <clears throat> and Jill met me at work. As did I. Oh, yeah, you were there. <laughs> and Greg. And we went to the concert thrice, by the way. You didn't mention that in the last podcast. That was a... Yeah, I know. God, I was, I was, that's why I really wanted Chris to be here because I wanted to I talk know. about his encounter. God, you see, I, I was so fucking out of it that I don't even remember you being there because you just left. You I, like slowly in the crowd, I saw you just disappear. I was the fifth <laughs> wheel, dude. I was like, a little bit. Who are all these people? No, but 
thrice man hey great show that was a great show yeah. and uh the opening act the bronx they were great i thought they were really well yeah yeah the opening act the but, true opening act was horrible. but yeah <laughs> but anyway you you stayed up and then yeah you, so you just you went home after the show i went home we got home uh you left and yep. i was like well shit you know i don't i'm like too tired if i go to sleep i'm really gonna be fucked then i forgot we have the clock setbacks yeah, which gave us another hour, which was nice. But Jill took a nap, and I was like, "I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna fucking toughen up. I'll just sleep when I get there." So we got, you know, we went to Portland, we got on the airplane, and all of a sudden <clears throat> we're in California, and it's uh, about eight thirty in the morning. We get there, and uh, I, I had forgotten that we can't get into our rental house until four thirty. So we went to, uh, we drove to Long Beach, got a rental car, and we drove to Long Beach, and went to the aquarium, which was really awesome. They have a really cool aquarium there. And hung out there and then got to the house at 4.30. And I didn't go to bed until I like 7. And uh, I just passed out on the couch. And I was like, oh, my God, I've been up for uh, two days pretty much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it felt that way. It was close. but So I was up for all this time and I passed out. And, and uh, everybody was tired. Mm-hmm. Evan was there, my mom, everybody. So I woke up in the house and uh, it was dark. And I was like oh my God, man, this must be like four in the morning, you know, and like everybody's, there's nobody in the living room. Everybody's asleep. It was eight 30, dude. <laughs> I literally <laughs> slept for an hour and a half. So <laughs> I went out and I just ate dinner and, uh, I, Kevin comes out and I'm like, what the fuck time is it? I was so fucking just, I was out of it. But then, uh, yeah. anyways, long story short, we, uh, we went to Disneyland on Wednesday. Um, and the rest of her family showed up, we went to Disneyland and then, uh, Thursday we took the day off, went to, um, Santa Monica, which was uh, really pretty. It was nice. Mm-hmm. There's some bad areas, but it's really pretty. Um, and the wildfires <clears throat> were going on. You could see the smoke in the hills and stuff, which was crazy. Went back to Disneyland, went to Universal Studios, which I thought was horrible. It was a waste of money. Met up with Tex there, our friend Tex. So why was it bad? What made it bad? <clears throat> well, so Disneyland is like 112 bucks to get in, right? I think it was less for us because we got tickets early, but it's like $112 to get into Disneyland. Yeah. And that... If you haven't been, it's a blast. It's an entire day where, you know, it's nonstop. There's tons of rides. There's tons of activities. Just the whole the whole thing is like, I mean, a lot of people has been there, so they know. But it's it's just a really full day. It's a lot of fun. The kids loved it. The rides are fun. And then we went to Universal, and the shitty part was we had to drive like an hour and a half to get there. You know, so it was like we had to go through L.A., which, which sucked. The smog, and it just sucks. I hate fucking L.A. Yeah. And then... um <clears throat> It was open from 10 to 6, oh, which is ridiculous, right? So we go there. My mom's in a wheelchair. You know that. Disneyland and that stuff and all the other, even the aquarium, they really like, they have elevators and they got lots of people to help and yeah. they do stuff and she got to ride rides. But we got there and it's just the rides are not as fun. There's a lot of like, you have to wear glasses on most of them, like 3D rides, you know. Um, they don't have like... They're just it's just it's just kind of weak. You know, like the roller coaster at uh Harry Potter. Yeah. It was like thirty seconds long. I, I swear to God, it was like thirty seconds. Now granted it took us only like a minute to get on it, but it was so shitty. Even Roe was like, that was weak, you know? And uh <clears throat> so anyways, it's on three tiers. So like Universal has three different tiers, a low tier, middle ground where you come in, and then there's an upper mm-hmm. tier. Well, we got down and we did the Universal ride and then uh which takes you around the sets, which I thought was the best part of that whole thing. You got to see some of the the sets from different movies, and they were filming things and and stuff. But um, the elevator broke, oh so we were on the we were on the middle tier, 
uh, trying to get up to the main tier. That's how the main was Yeah, you can't. You're fucked. So we sat there. <clears throat> they were like, okay, well, we're going to get, like, sorry, guys. There's us and some uh, Indian family, like, from India. <clears throat> and mm. um, they're like, we got a uh, transit thing coming to pick you guys up and take you to the top. Well, it was like an hour. We were just sitting there, and we're like, what the fuck? And Kevin, you know Kevin, my brother, he was getting really riled. Yeah. <laughs> and the kids were, like, getting a little, you know, frustrated. And uh, we see these guys, like, corporate guys over there. Kevin, like, approaches them. And come to find out he's, like, the uh, director of the park. He's, like, a main dude. Yeah. And Kevin's like, hey, uh, excuse me, sir. Like, this is bullshit. Like, what's going on? Like, we've been standing here for an hour. Your park's only open for another four hours. We've rode two rides. You know, we want to go eat. We can't eat with our rest of our family's already up there. And uh, long story short, he walked us up a hill. We went through the back of the park, like through the, which was kind of cool to see some of the back stuff. But he apologized and they paid for our lunch, which, you know, was probably like $180. It was like yeah. we had prime ribbon shit. That well, Potter. and then you had like what, 12 people there? Well, they had already ate. Yeah. Jason, Shelly, and um, the kids. Bubba. Yeah. We were with Davis. Um, but they were up there already. They were doing their own thing at that point. But long story short, they, they didn't accommodate well. And then by the time we were done, like I met up with Tex at about three thirty four. Yeah. And, uh, it, you know, like just the rides, they don't, they don't have Jaws anymore. Like Jurassic Park was down. Mm. Like their main ride, everybody was like, the longest line was like Krusty the Clown ride from Simpsons. I'm like, what the fuck? Is that even relevant anymore? Jurassic Park was down. <clears throat> they didn't have it. Damn, dude, that was like my favorite back yeah, in the they day. Didn't have, they didn't have the Jaws, which I, you know, I, I knew that they were getting rid of that. But basically the, I mean, they have the Harry Potter land, which to me is whatever. I don't really give a shit about Harry Potter. Yeah. So but basically just the rides suck. It sucked, dude. The 3Ds, like the glasses were janky. Like yeah. the 3D imagery. I'm like, this is a, this is a fucking studio. Did they have Backdraft? No. <clears throat> that ride? No, no. They oh, literally damn, like. Dude. They got rid of all that shit? Or is that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah they had that's that where there. I went. They had that there a long time ago. Yeah. Um, basically, the, the coolest ride they had was Transformers, and that was... Ooh. And when I say cool, I'm, I'm saying, like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it, you, Tolerable. You, it was pretty bad, dude. So... Well, anyway. We decided that that was a big waste of money. We went back to Disneyland twice, had a blast. <clears throat> so, all in all, the trip was great. California sucks. I, I still, like... I, I see it. And I'm looking around, and it's got these like really nice areas. You know, Santa Monica is really nice, like certain blocks of it, really fancy restaurants, really yeah. nice shopping. But when you're going like the outskirts and where we were staying and stuff, it's like our house that we stayed in. Like I, I zillowed it, you know. Oh, okay. And it was like seven hundred thousand dollars. Oh my! And I'm like, this pile of shit is seven hundred thousand dollars. You know, it'd probably be like two hundred thousand dollars here or uh, something. Yeah, you know, maybe. Ish. But my point is, is like I, I, you know, working in Oregon, living in Washington, then going to California, I just, that's like the, the ultimate blue state, you know? Yeah. And just, I, I really hope to God that, that where we're living in, in Portland and all that stuff doesn't turn into that because there's a reason people are fleeing that place. Like, I mean, just the air quality is bad. We were all coughing the entire trip. It was Well, that could have been due to the fires too. Well, no, because when we first got there, it really hadn't picked up. Mm. We we had next to no smoke, you know? Yeah, I and guess, then, yeah. Yeah, and then when we left, <clears throat> which I want to talk about, when we left, like, on the plane, like, when we flew up in the air from John Wayne Airport, you know, like, it was immediately, like, smokier, but we we flew over <clears throat> right there where the Southern California fires are, and you could see the fire down below and smoke and stuff and houses burning, and it was, it was pretty, 
It's yeah. pretty nuts because we were still fairly low when that was going on. So you could really see like flames and, and stuff. And then we landed in San Francisco. We had a layover and uh, you could not, you couldn't even see in San Francisco. Like we, we landed and looking out the airport, like you couldn't see 10 feet in front of you. It was so thick with mm. smoke from the Northern, the campfire one. I think that's the one, the campfire one. Jesus. So yeah, you know, that seems like it's the typical California, <laughs> you know, just, uh, yeah. I don't know. I just would hate, I don't know. I would hate for the, the our, our state, you know, alone to to turn out like California is because it's really. I don't know how anybody would want to be there at all. Like, other than Disneyland, you know. Yeah, they have, they have like cool, like you know. It's um, the weather, dude. I think a lot of it is the weather, the beach. Um, yeah, but fuck, man. Like even the beach, I'm just like. Ugh. You know, yeah. it's just like you can't do shit on the beach anymore. No, and, and I will say when we were in Santa Monica, they have the pier there and stuff, and it's a really cool. Mm. Like you know, it's cool, but the beach was fairly empty, um, and it was like seventy five degrees most of the time we were there, which is great weather. You yeah. know, in November that's pretty awesome. <clears throat> but I don't know, just like because we have beaches here, and it's different. It's a different kind of beach here yeah. than it is there. But I like our beaches. I mean, it's a fucking it's sand and it's ocean. Like yeah, you know, I don't know. Well, anyway, yeah. So, so was, all was, in all, the trip was pretty damn good. Yeah, it was fun, man. It was good to have a nice quality family time. It's always hard when you have like a lot of family that you kind of have to cater, like trying to get eight people to decide yeah. what we're going to have for dinner or where we're going to go. Or, you oh, know, yeah. that's, you know, I would like to go with just the kids and my wife at one point too, exactly. just so that we could kind of dictate. But everybody was pretty good. Yeah. You know, right so, on. Yeah, that was up. Well, uh, do you want to get into a little bit of the top news stories that are going on around the uh, sure country do. right now? Yeah. Um, one of the big things that happened when you were gone is the midterm elections. Yeah. Um, we yep. all know what kind of happened. We we saw it coming. The House was taken by Democrats. Mm-hmm. And then we have, uh, you know, the Republicans supposedly still have the majority yeah. in the Senate. We'll yeah. see what ha- what happens. But <clears throat> Yeah, they're opening up a can of worms on that, I think. But it's really uh, what I think we wanted to focus on was the recounts. Cause, yeah, uh, Florida. Florida, and then there's something about Georgia. Um, yeah. Whoever it was pushing Stacey Brown or Stacey something. Oh, are you talking about, is that the chick that Obama was? I, I don't know, but mm-hmm. I, I heard yeah. that there was a push to do a recount Georgia as yeah. well. So, yeah. Well, she wasn't going to... Uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> is that called succeed? Is that what the word is? Um, succeed. <clears throat> succeed. She or, wasn't going yeah. to because it was so close, but they're grasping for straws right now, I think. Um, it's weird because you watch the news and, and, like, you know, obviously we both, I think we both wanted, like, a red wave, you know? Yeah. And we had discussed this multiple times on the podcast, and <clears throat> I think it, uh, what we have to, like, well, come to I, terms with is that, I like... Mean, red wave was, like... To me, I was kind of rooting for the Republicans, honestly, like yeah. just because I feel like I agree with more mm-hmm. of their policy changes, but there's still much to be, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah. changed on <clears throat> both sides. I, I don't know. Well, I think both parties are in a weird transition right now. You know, they're trying to figure themselves out, both of them. Well, like I was just saying, like before we kind of started on here, like I don't think if the Republicans would have got in much would have gotten i mean they had two years to get rid of obamacare do all this other stuff that they kind of campaigned on and they didn't really get anything done so but that's i think that was the point is you got people running some some for re-election some new you know and i think that uh, i can't remember the stat i i I remember reading it and i thought it was pretty impressive but like apparently like a 
all of the people that it might have been all or all but one, all the people that Trump had spoken for or backed one. I don't know about that because I just heard something on NPR today and this is coming from NPR. Mm. They were saying that we could always look that up. Well, out of the not campaigned for, but endorsed. So out of the ones that Trump Mm. endorsed, he endorsed like 51, which is a lot higher than what you're talking about. Yeah, this is not what I'm talking about, which that would probably be the case. I was talking about what he actually he went out on the road and kind of did his rallies rallies for. Supposedly all but one, one or all of them one. And then all the ones that Obama had had campaigned for lost. Mm. Uh, so my, my big take of it basically is this, like it was a reach to think that historically the sitting president loses the house and the Senate yeah. during his, okay, yep. that's, that's history. That's how it generally is. And so yep. for them to keep the Senate even, and they didn't, it's not like they completely lost out. They have a, the Democrats have a small majority from my understanding in the house now. In it's house. not, it's not like this giant sweep of, yeah. you know. So I, there's a lot of people that are saying that like Trump should be really stoked about this and he should be, you know, he was actually the winner of this because he didn't lose the entire thing, which is, yeah. which is, you know, fairly uncommon. Yeah. So. I heard, um, like Obama, <clears throat> like even in 2012 lost like everything pretty much like the well, biggest, it was like a big <laughs> yeah. lose. Well, like, they were saying like with Obama, I know that sounds really articulate. It was all like all elected, you know, entire, the entire country. It was like a huge amount that, that yeah. lost. So, well, speaking of that, just real quick, did you okay. hear uh, when Trump was talking? Like, this is where uh, Jim Acosta got kicked out of the White House. Yeah, yeah. But before uh, Jim Acosta got kicked out of the White House, uh, Trump went on that, uh, what you were talking about, about like how he supported. He's like, the people that I went and supported in the campaign, they did quite well. Yeah. They did, they did very well. <laughs> and, uh, you know, those who didn't uh, want, uh, you know, they chose and... Uh, they didn't do good. Uh, too bad. <laughs> it's like, well, he's like, too bad, Mike. But, yeah. uh, and then he, but what I wanted to say is like, he called it the embrace. <laughs> what? He's like, you know, Carol down in, uh, in New Hampshire, she didn't want the embrace. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce in Cleveland didn't want the embrace. <laughs> like you're calling it the embrace. I, did. I think that's what makes him brilliant though. He comes up with these weird things and it's just, uh, the truth of the matter is, is <clears throat> I do think that Republicans would would have fared better with him backing him. You know what I mean? In general, yeah. I, well, we'll see. So we'll see how it shakes up. The Jim Acosta thing is funny. I, uh, that thing is, I guess, news of the week. But they're suing Trump, you know, and it's like you're suing him because, like, the White House can say who can come in and who can't come in. It's like a job. Well, not only that, but CNN can send someone else. They can send somebody else. It's a it's a big like. It doesn't yeah. like Jim Acosta does not need to be in no. the White House. And and to be honest, like I'm listen, I'm all about like I'm all about if you want to be I don't want to say confrontational, but if you want to question and hard question the president, that's I think that's great. Yeah. And there, a lot of people do that. Yeah. But he he always consistently goes above and beyond and pushes the envelope every well, time. And I'm like, listen, dickhead, just stop. If you have a serious question, ask that question. Okay. And and you would get a better response if yeah. you just did it in a in a respectful way you know how trump is and he's trying to do it to push his buttons he's hoping trump says something or does something and i thought trump handled it pretty well you know and then he's like i never touched that lady i never you are dig. did you hear about all of the alex jones stuff that's been going on no i haven't heard anything so a part of alex jones's team 
made a GIF. Infowars? Yes, okay. out of Infowars. Yeah. And so um, they took the this the short segment of the video where Jim Acosta kind of like pushed, pushes her arm, and it's not like a fucking karate chop at all. <clears throat> it's basically just like, hold on, I'm I'm, ta- yeah, I'm yeah. still talking. Yeah, and, and it's like whatever. But um, uh, Alex Jones, like part of his team, took that clip, um, zoomed in on it, and made a GIF file. And I don't know if you're familiar with GIFs, but there's yeah. there's no sound for yeah. one. Yeah, and it's just like a short, choppy, miniature video. Yeah, um, like low resolution, usually. really low resolution. Yeah. And so, um, what it what happened is it made it look like Jim Acosta was like going faster <laughs> yeah. because it's like it skips a lot of frames. Yeah, like a lot of the frames dropped out because in the conversion from a high quality video yep. to a GIF, you have to give up a yeah. lot of whatever. To make it kind of work. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, if you, you know, when like people like flip a, uh, like a notepad yeah. and have like a drawing on there, yeah. yep. it'd be like if you took like several pages of those out. Yeah. So it's really it would look like, you know what I mean? Like one stick figure jump from a building. So it looked like he like Mortal Kombat, you know? Her yeah. Own. It looked like he, like <laughs> they, do- they said that they doctored this video. Yeah. That made it look like. Jim Acosta was uh, forcefully touching this woman. And then, um, so then that became the big news. Yeah. And it was like all over. It's like, oh, well, this is just a fake video. This is fake news. This came from Infowars. This is fake. And then that's where uh, Donald Trump was like, I I saw that. That wasn't fake. That wasn't fake. They didn't doctor that. That was just a, that that was just a conversion thing. That wasn't fake. You shouldn't say that. (laughs) Well, it's true. Now, CNN, when they did the interview with Acosta, yeah. Is it Costa or uh, Acosta? Acosta. That's what Acosta. I thought. Um, he came out and said, like, I didn't touch her at all. Denied the whole thing. And then the video that CNN showed literally, like, took that entire Yeah, the confrontation now. But the, the C-SPAN <clears throat> video, the original video, mm-hmm. is what everybody yeah, looks at. And, I know, and, but... It doesn't matter, dude. It's like no. he, he was, like, being kind of... He asked four different questions. Yes, People was, were raising was, their hand, by the way. If you look in the crowd, everybody's trying to get a question in. And he know. was asked several times. Yes. Just put down the mic or told. Yes. Put down the mic. Yes. Y- y- enough. Put down the mic. Yeah. Put down the mic. And then he didn't listen. No. So That's what I'm saying. He, he, he's, he's pushing buttons. And so it's what not, are the rules? You should just be allowed to keep on talking? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, what <laughs> oh, makes... shit. What makes you... I just hit this up. Oh. What makes you so, so special? You know, why? what makes him so special? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he thinks that he just has the right to... I mean, listen, getting to talk to the president at all and ask questions at all is something that very few people get to do. Yep. And you got a room full of press, and you're hogging up the time. Well, and not all press gets to go in there. I mean, like, no, like InfoWars, for example. Yeah, exactly. Or like uh, Ben Shapiro or <clears throat> The Blaze or any... But they like, were throwing out the whole, smaller. like... It's his, you know, First Amendment, right? It's not. Listen, you're like, you're in a business, basically, right? Yeah. Yep. The White House has the right to say who comes in, who doesn't come in, and there, this would have never been an issue had you done what you had said. Put the mic down when you're asked to, okay? Yeah. <clears throat> or just be a decent human and say, hey, listen, I don't agree with anything you're saying right now, and this is why. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say about that? Let him respond. If he doesn't respond the way you like, tough cookies. You know, it makes him look bad, right? Yeah. So there, he's going about it the wrong way. <clears throat> yep. This is a bullshit suing thing. That's small, small news. But yeah. I do want to talk about Florida. Yes. Because Let's go back there. Florida, how do you fuck this up? 
Dude, year it's, after it's, year of elections. It's just I guess it's the same county. Same fucking county, dude. Uh, yeah. what what county was Broward that? Broward or uh, Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Who knows? <clears throat> that chick is a fucking nutbag. So that one gal that I can't think of her name, but she does like she runs the election. Um <clears throat> the cal- the counting. Yes. Yep. And she's done this, like she's been there this whole time and she's it's it's so Broward County Broward County uh, misses machine recount deadline by two minutes. Yeah. Scott yeah, but, reclaims or claims miss was intentional. Yes. So now they have to go to a, a hand count or something. <clears throat> They're shit? doing a hand count, which has to be done by Sunday, which I mean, let's be real, man. <laughs> you know, they can't even get a computer count in on time, let alone a fucking hand count. But you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna try to push this and push it. Uh I now one of the sources that I was reading had a um person that was in the in the building with the counting that worked there or I don't know how it went exactly, but basically, from what I was saying, they were literally, like, going outside. Like, people that were working, they were, like, leaving the building. Yeah. Coming back in with boxes of stuff. Coming, like, leaving with boxes of stuff. Like, it's so not how it's supposed to be. It's fucking sketchy, dude. It's so sketchy. And then uh, Rubio was on. Look at this. We're looking at a picture of, like, boxes stacked on a fucking pallet Mm -hmm. jack. And then you have, like, a rolling cart with boxes <clears throat> loosely stacked on each other. And you have, like, three dudes just standing there with their arms folded. Yeah. Who's watching this Well, stuff? see, here's the thing is maybe that's how it actually works. Like, where's the oversight on it, though? Like, what what do we know about the oversight on it? Well, the thing is, I think, I don't know. But my, my, my point, I guess, is that maybe that's how all election places look, this picture, and nobody, nobody can see it. But um, the biggest thing is, is, like, and Rubio was on Fox talking about it. He was pretty concerned with it. There's like, there, when you get in ballots, you know, like they have a signature on them and stuff. There's certain things that they look for right away, right? That says like, okay, this ballot is not going to be counted. Okay. Yeah. They like literally let everything through. They didn't, weren't checking signatures. They weren't checking other things. Yeah. Um, they like destroyed ballots that they felt were not good that ended up being good. They were letting ballots go through that weren't good. Uh, people were bringing, like, I guess a guy brought in, some dude brought in two boxes worth of ballots just like two days ago. That was like, oh, I use, like, you know, <laughs> and this is like, yeah, where are these fucking coming from? Like, yep. and it's just that one. And I know like Hannity, which you can love him or hate him, right? He's, he is what he is. But he was talking, he made a valid point. He's like, all the other counties, in Florida have no issues. And these are also counties that just went through a hurricane, mind you. So you're talking about, you know, damaged counties, people that have lost a lot of stuff going on in the past couple months. They're, you know, trying to rebuild in a lot of places. Yep. They're still getting their shit on on time. There's no damn excuse for it, right? Yeah. This chick said she was going to resign probably there should after be, this. Well, she's going to get fired, no doubt. Well, she's going to try probably resign before she but gets But there fired. needs to be either an investigation on this or like a... I mean, it's not helping their cause. Hand hand counting in general mm. is a very like scary, sketchy thing in its own. Well, it's got to be a public. I feel like it should be a public event. Mm-hmm. Um, I just listened to a uh, this this hopefully will be a short discussion, but yes. it's, it's kind yeah. of a it was a really cool podcast about um, in Ireland, mm-hmm. I think Dublin, um, that how they vote is they do it all public. Mm-hmm. It's in like this big auditorium and they count the ballots all on stage. Yeah. But they have a um, ranked voter system, which 
Have you ever heard of ranked voter? I've not actually no. So one of our uh, some like place in Maine was the first one to do it in the U.S. this year. But essentially, what it what it what it is is if you have let's say like thirty five people on the ballot, okay, and you're voting for one. Oh oh oh. Yes, I know what you're You put about. it in order. And so you're like, this is my first choice, my second choice, yeah. my third choice, all the way down to 35. Or you can just do one, two, three. Yeah. You can leave it all blank. You just do one. Yeah. So um, with the first round of voting, you'll get a winner and you'll get like you're tiered. But then the bottom three are automatically, mathematically, like statistically eliminated. Yes. So they redistribute those votes. So they say, okay, well, this guy was the first vote for a couple hundred people, but let's go to their second vote. And then they give those ballots now to their second vote and they redistribute it that way. And then at the end of that, they so you're t- saying that no vote is wasted. Exactly. No vote is wasted, but I don't know if I agree with it. I don't like that because the majority should be the winner. Yeah. And I think that that, you know, is where it should stand. But yeah, I, don't I don't know. I'm I'm like, I have mixed feelings about it, honestly. I, I can see, like, the, yeah, I can see why. <clears throat> well, here's the thing. And the, the reason that's probably good, because you have situations like, I know you're more libertarian, you say, but um, there's situations where there's independence, right? And then there's um, libertarians or whatever it may be, or the Green Party or yeah. whatever it is. And uh, there's a lot of people that want to vote for them, right? Um a lot of people are afraid to vote for them because they feel like it's a wasted vote, right? Because uh, yeah, so and so is not going to beat Trump or not going to beat Hillary, right? So the positive to that would be you could put on there, you could actually vote for the person you wanted, and then regardless. your second choice would be Hillary. Yeah, or and whatever. then it would it would free people up to actually cast a vote because then you might see some of these independents, right? You might actually see the numbers go up quite a lot. Yep, they may not win. But you go, oh, shit. So normally an independent might get 10% or 8%, right? 5%. 5%, whatever it is, right, depending on the state. But maybe you'd see him go up to 20%. Yeah. Okay? And then, so he get knocked off. Well, then you vote for Trump or then you vote for Hillary or whoever it is. So that would be the the positive because then you... But when it depends on how many people you have in the race. Because if you have only three or four people, that makes sense. But if you have 35 people... That becomes too long of a process. It's like, do you really want your sixth or seventh round pick to yeah. be the one who's responsible for yeah. putting someone in office? Yeah, I don't like that. Don't That's like what that. it became. So what they were it's talking too about... too much. They could do that. They could make that to where it's not the case, though. Yeah, for sure. So, so what they said, and so how this ended, uh, spoiler alert, was the, um, the first round winner mm-hmm. was eliminated in the second round. And the seventh, so the, the, the person in seventh place in the first round actually won the whole thing. So she was seventh. That's but like, she, she actually won. It's like fucking NASCAR, dude. I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because you're, you're, it's talking, all about like pit stops and fucking racing. You're talking about like shift changes. People are just putting it because do they yeah. honestly really know anything if they're just putting a number at that point? Like, no, I don't. I guess I like this person. Like they're just putting a fucking number down. And that is what gets a person into office. I don't feel like that's legit. No, it's not legit. And the thing is, like you said, like you have, yeah, sorry, we got some children having a rough breakdown, but you have a, you have a candidate you like. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like say presidential election, there's, there's Hillary, there's, there's Trump. Right. And then even right before that, you had Bernie and you had Ted Cruz or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. You know who the fuck you like. Okay. I was in for Trump 100%. There was no other option for me. Right. I'm not going to sit there and be like, okay, Trump, 
then well, then Ted Cruz, and then well, man, Bernie, I guess, if all fills, you know. Yeah. It's just, no, you vote for who the fuck you want, and if they don't win, you don't fucking, you know. Yeah. And see, like, the thing with Ireland. What's that sound? We got going, something going on? Oh, it's a fucking bath. <laughs> oh, we got a bath filling up. All right. Right above us. Got a tub. Hot well, tub. yeah, so anyway. But we- Ireland is not very, see, this is the thing. That's like when they talk about socialism, when they talk about like, you know, distribution of wealth and they talk about yeah. like the, the, you're talking about voting. All these countries are like so far away from what we are here. Right. Ireland yeah. is much smaller population. I mean, drastic. Sweden is way small in population. Uh, yeah, exactly. So yeah. my point is, is like comparing, I, I, comparing their system yeah. and then and imagining how it would like. In, well, I just, it, I hear, I still here. hear it constantly. Like these people that are like into socialism, right. In Portland, I hear it all the time. It's like, yeah. well, Sweden you know, they, they have universal health care and well, dude, the, and so, I'm like, yeah, but there's fucking, there's like literally the amount of people in Sweden fit like exactly half of LA, you know? Well, just to finish up on this ranked voting system, they said that, um, if we would have done our presidential election that way, Hillary would have won. If like the amount of Jill Stein and mm, Gary Johnson yeah. electoral votes went to her. Well, that's probably why you hear it at all, you know? Well, it just happened in Maine. So for the first time, they did it in this um, 2018 midterm election. And the Republican was winning, but then the Democrat ended up winning because of the second round. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know if I like that. Well, I don't don't either, but um, I'd have to look more into it. It's interesting nonetheless. I mean, if you broke it down to where you had two votes, right? Yeah, exactly. That would maybe would make sense where you say like you have two options. You you know your main and your second. Yep. And then this whole breaking it down like for however I mean that's yeah like when your fifth vote comes in that's like too not much. only that but then like then if something goes wrong like Florida where yeah. you know where it's not it doesn't seem it's something fishy trying to fucking explain that or redo that <laughs> holy yeah. shit we're too you big know? too big it's too much just. Whoever wins, wins. I mean, come on, you know. Well, so going off of the uh, we're too big, mm. um, I think it's only a matter of time before this country splits up, dude. I think we're, it's we're, it, it's going that way. I don't Just know. because I think we're going to have a so far left, because like, yeah. we just had social democratic or uh, social or democratic socialist elected to Congress. So I actually, hey, listen, I'm going to be real with you on that. I actually think that is the best thing. That could happen to the Republican Party. Yeah. And the reason I think so is because <coughs> she's not very bright. And well, I don't I don't know because honestly, I know what media tries to do. I know. But I, I know I've, that I've, that's I've, all they I've spent a lot of time like Yeah, and I get that things can be chopped and cut and stuff, but yeah. I've, I've I've watched a lot of interviews with that chick. We've already discussed her, so I really don't want to go back in with her. Yeah. But she is not that bright. And I don't mean that in like she's stupid. She's not stupid. But she's not well versed in history. Okay. That's not her strong suit. She says a lot of things that are just absolutely untrue. What I, mean, I want to see her do is debate somebody. And Ben Shapiro offered her yeah, $10,000 $10, to she her won't. campaign. She won't. But like she, the other day, she made the comment that like the founding fathers never meant for this country to be capitalists. And it's like, uh, yes. <laughs> You know, they, they it, this this whole thing was built off that. You know, like she just yeah. she doesn't know. She has this fantasy idea of things, and it's just not. Point being is, when this chick takes over and she's running this place, and watch what she does. 
okay, and just watch and see how the people react to it. Because I guarantee when she starts implementing things, people are going to go like, wait a second, <laughs> like this isn't like what I thought we were going to be doing here. Yeah. Okay. And that's the same way uh, the, the Democratic Party are eating themselves right now. It's just the fucking funniest thing. They got all these diverse people and well, look and at was, all these women and look at all the, we got more blacks in yeah. here and we got, look at her. She's the youngest and, and it's got this weird yeah. thing, right? And that's all great. But now they're like, they're fighting with Nancy Pelosi. They don't want her to be the speaker. There's a whole, they're starting to chew themselves up a little bit. So to close, because mm-hmm. I think we want to kind of get Yeah, off. I don't want to get on this too long because I, I could go forever. Um, that is one thing that I heard that was mentioned about the midterms is that the moderate slash, um, not conservative, but the like. You're cons- talking about true cons- Democrat? True kind of constituent Democrat yes. won. And it was like they went up against all of these. There were multiple kind of social Democrat yeah. or uh, social de- or Democratic socialists. Yeah that um didn't really go anywhere yeah. so we'll see regardless i mean yeah. we'll see i think this will shake out in its own way um the republicans are what they are i think that's pretty much set they just are what they are yep the democrats are shifting things and adding things and and i think it's it will either help them or i actually think it'll probably hurt them at the end of the day so well we'll see yeah so anyways hey we i know that we want to do some like new segments and stuff. We're yes. gonna do that. I don't know if we're gonna do that right this second, but I think we should. I think we should too. Maybe I don't know which one you want to do first, though. I think we should do on this day. It was a brilliant Oh yeah, on this day. Brilliant <clears throat> new segment brought to you by Chris the Holy Man Holem. The Holy Man. I like that, actually. The Holy Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he likes that. He's righteous. Uh it's wholesome. It's more about, wholesome. It's just more about being a, a good person. So I, I think that we were tip, we were going to do on this day, okay? And I, I think the people that are listening need to understand that like, this is recorded the day before you're going to hear it, right? So mm-hmm. generally. Yep. Sometimes two days, but which is better than the week that we were doing before, right? That's it was true. Week. So by saying this day, I mean, it would be better for us to say like this week in history. Mm-hmm. Use big things for this week. Because that way, yeah, you get multiple days of fun. So, so yeah, let's let's do on this day. Of the week in history. <laughs> that doesn't. <laughs> in this week of history. Let's just do that. Fucking whatever. We'll come up with a rad name for it eventually. Hell yeah. So what did you got? What did I got? I'll got? tell you what I got. Do a bro. couple. Um, well, I will tell you the one that I have here. Um, so November 9th was Monday, I believe. Uh, actually. Something like that. Uh, yeah, I believe that was Monday of this week. Um, so November 9th in 1938, the Nazis launch Kristallnacht, mm. which was, um, as uh, many people probably know, the night of broken glass. And so countless smashed windows of Jewish-owned establishments left approximately 100 Jewish people dead, 7,500 Jewish businesses damaged in hundreds of synagogues, homes, and schools, and graveyards vandalized. So an estimated of 30,000 Jewish men were arrested. Many were sent to concentration camps for several months. But yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those things in history where, you're, where you think of like um, Antifa kind of going out and smashing windows and uh, causing hell. And I mean, it, it, the, the German government is 
by no means in comparison to Antifa, a bunch of, uh, you know, yeah, thugs no. and, and masks. I mean, you're talking about a uh, freaking corrupt ruler. Uh, but anyway. Oh, fuck, I, you want to just say one more? Because <laughs> I had this, like, I had this page on my phone for this crap, and it just, like, deleted itself, I think. Well, so go ahead and do one more because I'm, I'm I'm trying to find this really cool. Well, I'm just thinking about um, the power of that all. Like when you think about when actually you have the government enforcing the like onslaught of a particular. It's almost like genocidal, dude. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's the closest thing to a genocide before the Holocaust. I mean, it was really. It's just so weird. I don't know if there was ever like a uh, more modernized, like civilized nation that did this kind of event. Um, I mean, they were saying local police and fire departments were told not to interfere. Does that sound familiar? Mm. Hello, hello, Portland. Yeah, that sounds a lot like Portland. Um, so, but I mean, you're just saying in the, in the face of all devastation, some Jews, including entire families committed suicide. Could you imagine that? Like they're going to kill us. So we're going to kill ourselves. Oh my God. Yeah. That's, that sucks. And then in the aftermath, the Nazis blamed the Jews and fined them $1 billion, 1 billion marks for one, uh, or actually that's equivalent to $400 million dollars. So, so I'm just saying they, they went and like, they, they attacked all these people, these Jewish people, yeah, killed them, enslaved them, um, beat them, s- destroyed their lives and then blamed them for it. <laughs> it's like, Oh my geez, dude. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a rough, uh, it's a really sad part of history. <laughs> I, the, I, I, yeah. It's, talk about oppressed the freaking Jews. Jesus, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's, uh. I don't know if there's been a word like a, a a body of people that have had more. Yeah, and it's still happening over in Israel. It's still no happening, really. but it, it, did like, you hear about the 400 missiles that were launched by Palestine? No, no one talks about it. It's not in the news. Uh, <clears throat> Palestine's the best, though. Well, that's, how many anti-Israel that's, like candidates are there right now? It's insane. Well, it's funny because the night after that happened, because it happened overnight. Yeah, I went to NPR. And their top story was the black security guard that got killed by the cops, which was fucking horrible, by the way, Mm. because he was um, he stopped a shooter or he stopped somebody and he was holding like them down on with gun, like with a gun at gunpoint. The cops came in and and saw him with a gun, thought that he was the guy and, and shot and killed him. But he was just, you know, an armed citizen kind of doing a citizen's arrest type of thing. That was the top story on NPR. That's really sad. I, I scrolled through trying to find the 400 they're, missiles. They're not going to talk about it. I had to go to like um, this world. I had to click through multiple different sites to or links to get there. And I'm just like, okay, <sighs> well, there's something weird going on. When yeah, no when, one they, cares when about. they don't want to talk about it. Um, so here's mine. This, this is one here for me. Uh, November 9th, 1989. All right. Mm. The Berlin Wall was opened up after standing for 28 years as a symbol of the Cold War. The 27.9 mile wall had been dis- constructed in 1961. Yeah. So Mr. Reagan 
tear down that wall. <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. <laughs> I, I, I would like to say one more. There's another quick one here. Okay. Um, November 10th, 1775. Okay. The United States Marine Corps was established as part of the U.S. Navy. Whoa. Became a separate unit on July 11, 1789. So that's a, that's a fun one. I have one for you. you can do it. November 10th, 1969. Oh, I got it. Okay. Yeah. Sesame Street debuts. Oh, I used to love that. You remember uh, Follow That Bird? That was my favorite movie as a kid. It um, has aired since in 120 countries. Wow. That's that's really cool. Yeah. Um, Except for Oscar. You probably saw a lot of Oscars down in California. <laughs> Dude. Okay. I'm going to say this. Since you just brought that up, I actually saw, now I wasn't all over the place, but I saw far less homeless people than yeah. I do in Portland. Yeah. I'm just going to throw that out there. Now, I'm sure there's areas that are probably really bad, but I didn't, I wasn't at that part, but it's just dirty there. That's yeah. all. Um, Did you find any poop piles while you were on your layover no. in San Francisco? Oh, no, I, I stayed in the airport. It that's disappointing. Pretty nice little airport, though. Um, Let's see. What do we got here? Do you got Nope. I think you should just do one more, and then we should uh, go okay. on to our next new segment. Okay, okay, okay. i got to get a good one, though. I feel like, you know, there's got to be one that's like, oh, my God. Okay, you got it. Yeah, I don't know if I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess this is something we should just, like, really plan ahead. <coughs> but there's so many. Like, apparently, this is a really important week. I mean, Brazil became a republic. Yeah. So who cares? Dang, son. Um, oh, uh... During the American Civil War, Union troops under General William T. Sherman burned Atlanta. Oh. Sounds like a football game or something. <laughs> they burned Atlanta, 41 to 0. Yeah, right, Atlanta. That's probably the why they lost the Super Bowl. Yep. Patriots did it to them. <laughs> it is kind of true, right? <laughs> well, it's just a fucking, it's the ultimate, like, uh, curse. Yep. The curse of Atlanta. So uh, our next new segment that we kind of wanted to do was good news. Good news, yeah. You know, you see a bunch of shit. You turn on the TV. Yep. You see people dying. You see people getting AIDS. You see people on the streets. Yep. And you just say, fuck this world. Fuck what, what the fuck's going on? So I want to hear something good. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you something good. Okay, let's hear it. So... um this story comes to you from Fox News. I know a lot of people don't like that, but um, believe it or not, they yep. do have a good news segment here. So um, to CNN. Yeah. So why not show that more? But No, I'm kidding. I don't think they do. Oh. Mm. Um, so Florida woman's message of love, compassion, helps stop a man from jumping off of a bridge. <laughs> yeah, this is the one you sent me. Yeah, uh, this is it's good news. <laughs> this is uh, this is pretty deep. It's pretty damn religious here, though. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we don't need to get into that part. <laughs> so, a Florida woman says she helped prevent a stranger from jumping off of a bridge by offering a hug and telling him everything is going to be okay. Quote: mm. um, Nicole Oyola, a 23 year old from Clearwater, told Fox 13 that she suddenly pulled to the side of howard franklin bridge outside of tampa on thursday when she spotted a man on its edge i started talking to him and i told him you are worth it you're enough Iola said oh god i don't know what you're going through but i love you and god loves you and everything is going to be okay 
Iola added that the man appeared to be in his early 20s, and uh, she initially thought that he'd stopped on the bridge because he was having car trouble. Um, so she goes on to say, uh, he looked at me, and after he looked at me, he started crying, and I said, and he, I just want to give you a hug. So he came to the other side, and I gave him a hug. And then the cops came and arrested the guy. <laughs> yeah. No, Remember Chris brought that up about the attempted suicide. Yeah, you, trouble you get it. fucking arrested. Yeah. Well, you know I mean, what? That's though, a waste of public. Uh, nah, you know, those people need help. Money. I will say this on a serious note with that. Like, there, it really does prove a point that a lot of these people that are dealing with these things that this guy clearly was going through, I think a lot of it has to do with they, they're not getting like physical contact with people. Yeah. Like, it's, it's super corny to say, but like, just. Approaching somebody and giving them a hug. Yep. Knowing that they're in, and they might not have had a hug. And, and well, she did say that um, upon further research, she felt his boner protrude into her right thigh. Oh. So that was, it got a little weird. Yeah. But yeah. She's she still, like, hey, babe, call me later. She, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want a real hug? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. no, I, I think it's a good thing. I think, like, I don't think enough people are like, you know, you see somebody like down in the dumps like that. I mean, it worked there. It might not have worked every time, you know, yeah. maybe he would have threw her with him, you know, off the bridge, but, I know. um, so the one I had, I thought was, was kind of interesting, but, um, so a nurse in California, the fires, obviously we talked about that a little bit, but uh, she had herself a little Toyota to pick up and, uh, she saved a bunch of people. She kept going in like retrieving people out that were having troubles getting out and, uh, her truck melted. I mean, it got burnt, but mm-hmm. a lot of the plastic and stuff had melted off. They showed a picture of the truck, and I'm sure some people have heard this on the news already. But it was pretty. It was pretty much a, uh, you know, you could say that thing was totaled, right? Yeah. And uh, apparently, I think it was Toyota. One of the dealerships offered to uh, purchase her a new truck for her duties. Um, but <laughs> with that story, um, this I just read this, and I thought it was rather funny, like uh, statement that she had made. It says, uh, in an effort to calm. His passengers, it says him, but Alan, I guess it was a guy. Oh, shit, a guy nurse. Yeah. I, when it, <laughs> Is that bad of me that I assumed that I was a woman? <laughs> That's um, sexist, Dave. It is. Okay, so in an effort to calm his passenger, Pierce put on the soundtrack for Deadpool 2. Fast-forwarding past Celine Dion's ashes, what? I was like, and this is quote, I was like, okay, we're not going to do that one right now. And settling on Peter Gabriel's In Your Eyes, and then the lyrics of that is in your eyes, the light, the heat, I am complete. They all sang along. And, uh, it says inside though, Pierce was panicking. I was calm because I'm a nurse and that's what we do. Um, but I was terrified and I really didn't think we were going to make it. So cheers for that guy. That's yeah. a scary thing. You see a lot of these videos of people going through the fires, like trying to leave their houses and stuff. And they're literally in the middle of 360 flames. I mean, yeah, people shits melting and. Well, it's funny because I I heard on Glenn Beck they were talking or he was talking to a guy that was uh. He wrote a book and I don't remember what the book was about, but, um, oh, you know, no, but uh, he was saying something about how um, like yeah, I was listening to all these videos like people are filming these uh, themselves driving through these fires. Yeah, and I've never heard people talk about God more in their lives. I mean, they're just like, oh please God, please don't please, and then uh. The guy was like, yeah, so you know the saying that there's no atheist in the foxhole. Yeah. So it's like right when you're about to die, it's, yeah. oh, okay, now I should start paying attention. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. Okay, my, 
with those fire videos, like they are like, man, you watch them. They're a couple minutes long, you know, and it's like a, a fucking intense thriller movie. You know, you're like, Oh my God. Like, I, yeah, I haven't you know, seen any of them. Oh dude. It's, it's like, it's scary. It really is scary because like the one I just watched uh, a couple of days ago, like the one was like, she went through a tunnel, you know, and yeah. she came out the other side and it was just like f- flames everywhere across the road. Like there's flames. She's driving through this shit and she's like, Oh Jesus. You know, save me, Jesus. You know, and well, yeah, because if your car just stops, well, you're so fucked. you're fucked. Dude. Yeah, you're really fucked. And and not only that, but like tires are melting, like yeah. rubber's melting. Like, yep. yeah, it's it's scary. My my only thing I would say is is why did you not leave earlier? Yeah, you know, like nothing's. I mean, is there anything more valuable than your life? You know, like I don't, I don't really get that. I know it's fast moving, but I don't think it's that. You know, they evacuate people pretty good, but yeah, I don't know. It's definitely scary. And, and, and for, so for that guy to like be willing to go back yep. however many times he did, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Yep. Um, the other one I, I had, I, I smell a, a Sony movie deal coming oh, up. Oh yeah. The nurse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tony. Or no, whatever. The fuck when hell saying. comes the nurse. <laughs> <don't you? laughs> yeah. Uh, the other one I, I saw, which is really hard to, it may not seem that cool, but I, there's a video for it, which I, you know, obviously you guys can't see on through the radio, but. Um, this like little boy at Disney world, uh, had like special needs. I mean, he clearly had special needs, but there's a video of like Winnie the Pooh. Oh. And, uh, I don't know if he was like having a a moment, you know, but, uh, it was pretty cool. Like Winnie the Pooh came up to this kid and spent like 10 minutes with him, like sitting with him and like rubbing his head and like, and it in internally in my, (laughs) my inner crappy side is going like, what kind of creepers in this costume? Yeah. But the kid, like, relaxed and, like, uh, he was a very special needs kid. Yeah. I mean, like, it wasn't, and the mom was, like, holding him, but, like, he was, like, you know, like, Winnie the Pooh would, like, put his face up to the kid and the kid would, like, lick his nose and shit, Ooh. you know. Um, But that's, you know, I will say that. I don't want to get on the, the thing again. But that's what's so great about Disneyland is yeah. when we were there, there's a lot of kids with special needs. There's a lot of, like, different people all yeah. over the place. And uh, that's what, you know, as a parent, that's what you want to see. Like, you go there and these kids, like, that's a a thing, you know, that I don't know if they'll remember it or not, but. Being happy, man. Being happy, dude. Spreading joy. It's pretty hard to be mad at Disneyland, I think. Well, I I, I did get mad a couple times, but it was, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. The characters are so nice. Where do they find these women, too, to do the fucking princesses and shit? I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. Well, it is California. Yeah. I mean, if you're not going to be in the uh, oh, the Victoria's Secret, uh, well, <laughs> did you hear about that? By the way, Victoria's Secret, they're going to allow. Is this good news? Or is this? <laughs> well, it might be. They're going to allow transsexuals in the Victoria's. Secret. Oh God, that's not good. <laughs> and then uh, I heard it on uh, that morning radio show. I, I forget their two names. He's oh, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, right. and uh, you know, next year they're coming out with Victor's Secret. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like. Uh, that's good uh, stuff. We. Yeah, she won't. He, she won't hear it. We have this. Uh, I don't know if I've talked about it on here before, but we have like, dude, I, I have to really urinate. I have to just go right here. I'm gonna wear my diaper next time. But okay, well, I'll, you go, and I'll kind of you take it. You take a deep dive into where you're gonna talk. Okay, so we have this. Um, we have this. Uh, I don't know if you. I'm trying to think of the politically correct way, but uh, we have a fellow that comes in our store and shops, <clears throat> and uh, I won't say any names. All right. But he was a man. He's transitioning into a woman. And I'm only saying this because Greg was talking about the uh, 
Victor's secrets, you know. But uh, at this point, it's full. I think my understanding is that Ishii still has the uh, lower half, but pretty much full transition at this point. And I wasn't around to really see this person before the transition. My other coworkers were definitely like there for the transition. So I don't really know what he was like before, but uh, definitely looks like a woman. I mean, presents herself really well, you know, for a woman and stuff. But I I just thought it was funny because uh, she, she came in today and she got a nose job. And uh, I guess that's one of her last things that she maybe wanted, maybe not last thing, who knows, but she got a nose job. But it's like, I just don't, I don't know if people realize changing your body that much, like what it does to people. Cause like now probably because they busted her nose up to make it look a certain way. But every time I've seen him, and especially today, like there's this like snot running down his nose <laughs> And it's, hey, you're back, Greg. I'm not going to lie. That's that's really awkward to talk to yourself. Are you tickling? Are you tickling yourself? Well, I was saying, like, we had that, I, I've mentioned. Uh, Can you pull your pants back up, dude? That's oh, really sorry. awkward. Yeah, well, I was hoping you'd be a little faster. <laughs> or, yeah. But anyways, we have that um, that that the guy that, that had a sex change into a woman that yeah. comes into our store. And she, I guess I'm repeating myself so the people heard, but she's uh, basically, like, fully transitioned now minus the lower half, from my understanding. I, I wouldn't know. Oh. Um, he does a good job tucking that thing, though. I will mm. say that. Anyways, she she looks very womanly, except for when you're really close and you're like, okay. Except for the, the penis between her legs. And the fact that, you know, she's got really large hands and she's pretty tall. Yeah. But what I was saying was is that voice. people are like, not only are they transitioning, they're getting breasts and they're taking hormones and they're doing all kinds of stuff. But, they're you know, she just got uh, her nose done. Oh. Yeah. And uh, makes sense. I yeah. think her nose, I mean, I shouldn't say just got, just got maybe six months ago. Um, so she came in and she had like, you know, her fingers covered her nose. You know, mm. Hi, mm-hmm. how are you? That's nice. Yeah. yeah, you can't take away the deep voice. No. Um, so ever since she's she's got that, she's coming, she came in today and, and her nose looks fine, you know. Yeah. But it runs constantly. Oh. It's like constantly dripping and she always has like a fucking napkin now. Yeah, and she's like, <laughs> like, like she's standing there, she's like, hi, and you're like, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> just constantly snorting. It's just dripping constantly, and I know yeah. that might just be like a transitional thing, but no, no. So I, we watched a couple of those, like you know, the botched. They have like the surgery show. There's like oh, guys shit. in California. You, you think they fucked up? No, but what they, these doctors do, which was a popular, show, I can't think of what it's called, but they fix shit. You know that like bad jobs. Yeah, it's called botched. Is it botched? Yeah. Okay. So anyways, what they said was with noses, like, because you got to bust them, sometimes your your nasal cavities get fucked up. Yeah. And it what prevents you from leaking out of your nose is no longer there. Oh. And I was like, well, that would suck. I remember seeing, like, there's a gal on that show on Bosch who had, she's like, I constantly, since I got my nose done, I nose it. And you see it just running down her face, you know? Oh, my God. And there's there's a way to fix it. They have to redo something, but... This person in particular, like, it's doing that. And I'm just like, oh, how shitty is that that you, like, go get this probably a very expensive surgery, yeah. I would imagine. Yep. And now you have to carry down her fucking rag constantly because your nose is leaking like a fucking diarrhea. You know, it's just, 
And it's constant. It's constant. Like she's, you can hear sniffling the entire store and it's, she doesn't have a cold. So, you, you know, know, it's, you know, it's really sad. Um, back in the day when Adam Carolla first got his radio gig on like mainstream radio, uh-huh. probably 2006, mm-hmm. he polled, he took, he took a poll like his, uh, crew and the poll was, uh, who would you rather have sex with? If you had to have sex with one or the other, a grotesque 500 pound woman or a very attractive transsexual and bar none, the transsexual was the winner. <laughs> so dudes would, would rather have sex with other dudes than a 500 pound woman. We could go down a really steep foxhole right here. <laughs> well, I'm just saying like, isn't that so fucked that that's what dudes, well, like, so that's here's how, the thing. that's how like kind of materialistic that like the visual aspect is. For- no, but it's, it's, but see that. Okay. I want to get on this cause we, we still have like half an hour. Mm-hmm. I want to get on this for a second because, uh, and I hope we can touch on this in a future podcast. Cause I want to talk about like life and how people think and guys think and yeah. stuff. Cause that's what I yep. think this podcast should be about, but it, that proves a pretty crazy point, right? That you're, Willing to sleep with what you know is a man. Yeah. Right? Over a heavy woman. Yep. Okay. Uh, so I just want to call bluff on this, like, big is beautiful thing. Now, I, I understand. <laughs> I understand there are very attractive heavyset women. Yeah. No, no, no doubt about it, right? Some women are bigger build, even heavy. They got the curves in the right places. Well, now see, here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm not getting. I don't want to go on to like the curvy topic because I think like you can be extremely curvy. Okay. Still be fit, right? Like some people are just shapely. You're talking about like no. There's there's women that like are not naturally maybe heavy, but have ate themselves that way. Maybe we should say men and women that are both kind of yeah. It's all. Uh, anyone, and I'm not anyone. a thin guy. You're you're a fit guy. I'm not extremely fit by any means. I Chris is probably the same as me, right? We're just average dad bods. There you okay, go. there we dad go. Bod. My my I guess what I'm trying to say is like I have nothing against like I you know I have heavy set people in my family. I, I I have nothing against that at all. But my my issue is is like this this whole thing that's been over the past couple of years, especially like this being being big is is healthy and fit too. Like, yeah, Joe so, Rogan talks about it all yeah, the time. Yeah, he talks about it a lot. And uh, I think that just, listen, it's, you can, you ir- can, it's irresponsible. Well, I'm, okay, no, I'm going, I'm going in a different direction. Okay. I agree with you. My point is, is you can say all you want that big is beautiful and you can say all you want that like being big is great, but most people don't agree with you. At the end of the day, dudes want to fuck a, a dude. That should Rather that should tell you something. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> and that's exactly and what Adam well, Kroll said. He's like, this is extremely but so my, Yeah. No, but my point is, is, uh, <laughs> 500 pounds is, is, and, and maybe it was like, okay. maybe he said like, uh, extremely obese. I don't I know. I would say that like heavy is, you know, when you're talking like you're 300 pounds. Yeah. That's more realistic, maybe. Like, or like 270. Just I'm, I'm kidding. I mean, no, that's like no, but it depends. Well I mean, if you're if you're four eight and you're two hundred seventy pounds, you know, mm-hmm. it's all it's each body's different. I get that, you know, but that should say something. And like, quit lying to yourself. You know, like here's the thing: it's like I feel like I'm insecure. I think everybody's insecure, right? In, yeah. in one way or the other, right? And I'm a rather insecure person. Like in, you know, I, I wish I was fitter. You know, there we go. 
but I'm not lying to myself. I'm not going like, yeah, my fucking gut is sexy, baby. You know, like, no, it's like, I, and it's, 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 you got to find the happy medium because you can't be so insecure that you lose out. Well, you're not lying to yourself and, um, the media and the culture is not lying to you either. No, but that's see, a, that's the big thing though, that Joe Rogan was saying, if you're a guy and you're big, then you're fucking disgusting and yeah. you're shameful and like people can make fun of you. Yeah. But if you're a woman and you're big, then now, now we have to treat you with respect and you're beautiful and everyone's beautiful well, and see, everyone has feelings. And to be, to, it'd be unfair to say that there is not a double standard. There is. There okay. absolutely is. And, and that. Going the opposite way as well. I mean. Uh, uh, yes. In different I mean? topics, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but for sure. But, but ultimately, what I guess what I'm getting at. I don't know why I'm excited about this topic. I am because I, I think this is a big deal. Like it is the body and the the way that you perceive things, as men perceive things and women perceive things. My point yeah. is, is it's kind of like the dad bod movement. You know that can't like that term came out like a year or two, three years ago. Who knows? I don't know. It's kind of like the the bear for a, a gay. Version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if everybody knows that, but you know, bears are like the big guys. Yeah. Then. Okay, but the point is, is like they did like a. You know, I wouldn't call it a study, but they'd ask a bunch of women, like, do you prefer, m- like, muscular or do you prefer, like, the, quote, dad bod? Like, yeah. the, the average guy, you got a little gun on you, you, you know, you're not. And at the time, don't know how drastic, don't know the stats, but at the time, they were like, they prefer the dad bod. Mm-hmm. It was this thing. Everybody's like, oh, dad bod's the new muscle. Yeah. Because I will say that the whole meathead vibe that was real big in the 90s, you know, like Muscle Beach and shit, you know, that women aren't into that like they were, okay? Like the shredded fucking jacked up steroid guy is not desired the same way. (laughs) Well, you got to look at like, um, which is why, like, I always say that I think people's first perspective of me is a douchebag. Because I kind of, I give, like, I don't, yeah. I don't think I give off the vibe as a douchebag. No, I don't think so. But if you weren't, like, to talk to me. I think what makes you. You'd say, oh, oh yeah, that guy's a douche. Well, I think what, what it is with you, I'm speaking candidly here. Yeah. I think you, uh, you care about the way you look, which is yeah. not a bad thing. That is a good thing, right? But, like, you dress well constantly. You always, you always look uh, done. You know what I mean? Like you see a female, she always has her lipstick on. She never looks like she's never wearing like sweatpants and shit. She's yeah. always that's what you are. So like, and then you got me and Chris, for example, who's on the other spin. We're we're not always done. You know, we can look like slobs and shit and be slobs. And I, I think like, but I don't think that's a bad thing. You know what I mean? I like women that wear like sweatpants. Well, that's where I'm going. Yeah, and and so like I get that. And so, like, that's why I kind of, I like talking yeah. to people just to say, like, hey, dude, it's, it's I cool. I think, like, when you go to the gym or you, you but, in California, there's, there's. Yeah. And where, so where I was going with that is, like, the, um, the perspective of a fit person. Yeah. Is a dumb person. And that's not necessarily the case. No, but that's, but see, that's, and, and, and to reiterate what we were talking about with, like, a heavier set woman, for example, excuse me. You can't say that all heavy set people are unhealthy. They're not. You know, there's certain situations where some people are. My my great grandma, for example, um, my grandma's a larger woman. All right, we yeah. we know that. Her mother was uh, between like my mom's weight and my grandma's weight, so she was my mom's a bigger build woman. Okay, um, my my great grandmother was large, but not like. Not over the 
top, but she was pretty pretty good size. She lived to be like ninety three. I don't I don't know the exact number, but she lived for a long time, and she was rather healthy, rather well, mobile. Yeah, and look at like Alaskan, like Inuit culture, <laughs> yeah. es- Eskimo, whatever, and then look at like um, Hawaiian, yeah, culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're bigger people, but yes. you know, it's but just, yeah, and, and obviously, meant- yeah, there's there's health risks and stuff. But my but my point is is like. Just saying you're overweight does not mean you're going to die of your weight. You know what I'm saying? Depends on your genetics. Depends on genetics. Depends on a whole lot of stuff, right? Yeah. I guess what my my point is, is like with the dad bod thing is that was an example of the reverse. And my kids are singing like, (laughs) but that was an example of guys like myself or Chris or Tex or anybody, right? The dad, well, Tex is pretty fit, but the dad bods then be like, yeah, yeah, it's okay to be dad bod. You know, like that's not a bad thing. And that's the same thing I look at, like, heavyset women are going, like, yeah, you know. But the the difference is, is statistically, they're desired in a certain realm, right? Like, a, a, a good-looking woman yeah. in her 20s is not going to be turned off necessarily by a guy who's just got to, I know, this is... I hear octopus. <laughs> I they're not going to be turned off by a guy with my build, right? Yeah. They might be attracted to a guy with your build or a guy who's fit, but then you got a guy with a beer gut. That doesn't, that's not a, uh, that's not a deal breaker. I think where we're both going with this is that women are more intellectually involved. So if you get into an, an intellectual kind of mm. emotional bond yeah. with someone, regardless of what they look like, well, and you know there has to be something there, and I, and I admit there has to be a, something of a some intimate attraction, right? Obviously, it won't sure. work at all. But women, I think, are more willing to go into that emotional part of it and yeah. intellectual part, where men are very kind of focused on the uh, the hard, yeah, the the hardware, yeah. so to speak. Well, I would just go as far as to say that, like. We're gonna have yeah. to do some editing on this here. Right? <laughs> we might have to to end it here pretty soon. Um, my point is is I think women have a broader spectrum, right? Where they're like they like fit guys. They see a guy who's like got a nice build, not not ripped. I'm just saying, yeah. like the physique, like the the Ryan Reynolds. You know, they got a yeah. nice tone. Or what's that guy from Jurassic Park? That everybody's really into uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah. Chris Pratt's actually had both. <laughs> He's been extremely fit. I think he is naturally dad bod, dude. Naturally dad bod. Yeah. But my point is, is when he was dad bod, like women still found him attractive. I mean, he was banging yeah. once her face and she's a good look. So my point is, is like. Well, he's also rich and famous. So. He's I mean, rich and he got well, yeah, at that time, they, he wasn't. I mean, he was a Parks and Rec, but I mean, let's be real. He wasn't doing like, you know, Jurassic Park and shit. But point being. Uh, there's women like my wife or somebody who goes like, I like that you're bigger. Like, I like that you like are huggable and not yeah. like, not like grabbing a fucking statue. Right. Like some people dig that and that's, that's cool that guys have that, but men reverse that are not the same way. <laughs> like, yeah, I think you have a desire. Like, some men are some, some men like that. Some of them do. Yeah. But I'm just saying in general, I think every guy, I don't think every girl goes, I want a muscle guy every, you know, no. And I think most guys in their head are going like, man, I want that beach bod, like, you know, whatever it is, blonde hair, like tight, short, like petite body, you know? So the, the main reason why 
I like to stay in shape is for my mental health. Yes. Yeah. And that's like the only reason why. Yeah. And see, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a good thing. Right. And, yeah. but I think, I guess what I'm saying is like, I, I'm not satisfied with my body the way it is right now. Like, as far as I know, I could be a lot fitter. I know, like, if I really tried and I really put effort and we've discussed yeah. this, I could be a fucking ripped ass motherfucker, dude. I yeah. got the build for it. Yeah. I just need to do it. Right. That's what people are missing is they're not going like, I can be better. You know, like I should be better. Or try yeah. to be better. Like, you can't just go like, I'm fat and I'm happy. I fucking love it. Like, yeah. no. How about you go like, hey, I'm okay with the way I am right now, but I want to be healthier. And I want to like, they don't do that. Like, there's a group of women and men probably. Ooh, there's a group oh, that uh, they are at that point where there's like that empowerment thing. They're just at that stage where they're going, I don't want to, I want to be big. I want to be, I love, love being big. I, I think it's great. And now we have to watch them on uh, runways and oh, they have like the plus size bikini things. And it's like, you have to, well, we have to, and like you go to the store and um, Barbie dolls, you know, it's like Barbie is, this is a different topic, but it's on the same track. Barbie's been around forever, mm-hmm. and it's always been that, right? And then a couple of years ago, they introduced, like, the... Well, now we have, like, a black Barbie, which is great. You should. And we have an Indian Barbie. And we yeah. have, uh, you know, different tones and different, like, looks. But then they're like, oh, curvy Barbie. Now we got curvy. And I went to the store, and they got chubby Barbie. And they got petite Barbie. And I'm like... Yeah, like, <laughs> It's in a my- good thing that you are giving all classifications a thing. I'm not opposed to that by any means, but my point is, is like, it's okay that it's just Barbie. Well, and right. They're Hooters. Yeah. What's next for Hooters? Are they going to start hiring like men? Yeah. I mean, when, when is the lawsuit for Hooters coming out? I'm just saying you, that's coming dude. You know, it's coming. Yeah. 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 Eventually. And I I wouldn't be shocked if they're, I mean, there already has been, there already has been. Yeah, I'm just saying I wouldn't be shocked if their numbers haven't dropped, you know, just because people find it sexist and, you know, this modern era of... I wouldn't... uh, I'm shocked they're in business. Exact opposite for me. Yes. That gives people to go in this PC culture that's so like, oh my God, I can't believe this place is still open. Yeah, no, I agree. This is awesome. I agree, but also like the average person that maybe... I mean, if that were the case, Dave, strip clubs would be shutting down. Yeah. I mean, come well, on. I dude. will say they represent all different shapes and Casa sizes. Casa Diablo, come Casa on, baby. Diablo. I, I, I just wish that like you can't, you can't have every class and every style represented in everything, right? It and n- not only that, you can, but what difference does it actually well, really make? No, you can, but you're losing, you're losing the value <laughs> of certain things. Like when you go to Hooters, I'm more, your, I'm more talking about affirmative action. Like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm talking about you go to Hooters and you go for. Their food's just mediocre at best. Let's be honest. Their food's not very good. It's just, but they do offer sports. They, you know, you can watch games there. They got, it's a cool like sports bar. Yeah. I don't know if that's what it classifies it, but that's what it is, right? There's TVs and stuff. You go there for one reason. And that's because there's good looking women walking around with short tops and little, little shorts. Yep. And you don't go there to see Tina, 390 pound <laughs> Tina. <laughs> You know, serving you a bucket of fries. Exactly. Yeah. And you don't go to see Bill who's trying to make a point in his short cut off top, you yeah, know, his left nut hanging. You're out. going there to see good looking women and you're, you, that's what you go there for. And it, and like, if they want to make like a chubbies, 
and it's all chubbies and that's what you go there for because hey i want to see some chubby women man i love it then you create chubbies but like this is hooters you know it's yep Victoria's Secret, like that shit. Like Dude, they you were sh- brought they- that up. Like you watch Victoria's Secret on TV, which maybe you don't. I've watched it a couple times, like their specials and stuff. And they don't do bathing suit anymore. Well, yeah, I mean, or, or like the Miss America doesn't do the bathing Miss, suit. Miss America. But I'm saying like Victoria's Secret does. Like and they got some pretty skimpy mm-hmm. stuff on there. But you go there and you're like, most guys who stumble upon that, I will say stumble upon it because I don't think anybody fucking like looks forward to it, but you stumble yeah. upon it and you're like, oh dang, like these it's, are it's like cheerleader or not cheerleader, but um lingerie football yeah. or whatever the fuck powder puff football, whatever the fuck that's good called. point. That's yeah. Be like, oh what is this? Yeah. It's okay. Here you're not go. watching it because it's athletic and no. <laughs> uh there's so many examples of that. Mm-hmm. Like they have that male cheerleader in the NFL now. It's like what the fuck, man? Like I'm not I'll bring it back to two words. Sex sells, sex especially sells. for men. Yes. Because and you're not going to change that. That's what I'm trying to no. get. You're not going to change that. You saying big is beautiful. Well, listen, at the end of the day, any decent man is going to look <laughs> at that woman and say, hey, you know what? I, uh, I, I think you're a beautiful lady, right? Yeah. Maybe you're 300 pounds, but hey, you, you know, she's, she's pretty, she's really nice. Like, you can respect that. You can respect her. Okay. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I'm, I should be forced to think she's sexually to attractive. Th- to think she's sexually attractive. Yeah. If some people love it, certain cultures really love it. You know, they do. They do. Dude, I, I think this, uh, this is kind of going down the path that I think we might take this podcast is talking about things like this in our culture. Yeah, no, that, I do. I, I think like grasp and like we don't realize it, but mm-hmm. we do it every day. But yeah. no one wants to bring it up. No, nobody wants to bring it up. And and that's just that's just cool, man. We've done I don't know fourteen, fifteen episodes. Yeah, this now. is our fifteenth one. Fifteenth one. And we still haven't like promoted the way we should yet. But ultimately, like what's nice about this whole thing is like we've we've like done things. We've tried the politics and like all that's fun. We definitely should talk about that. But like I think when we discuss like doing a podcast originally with Chris and everything like we wanted it to, we want this to be about like stuff that maybe it's not talked about, like male views on things. Like, you know, yeah. like this so, is a bunch sociology, of guys. kind of psychology. Yeah, we're, kinda. we're married men with children. Yeah. Like we have opinions and like, this is, that's why I'm excited to talk about this because you could really talk about it for a long time yeah. and it goes down like so many rabbit holes, you know, like, Oh, well you're transsexual or transgender. Like it's, it's, transphobic to not want to fuck a, a trans guy like no no yeah. that guy yeah nope no unless you give me a 500 pound woman and make that the option yeah you know then you then you should say then it's um non-transphobic for a gay guy to not want to fuck a woman yeah like that's, that's, that's the I'm same saying. it's the same kind of argument but anyway yeah talking about sex mm-hmm. i have some fun facts and since okay, chris cool. the holy man holem is not here to join us with hey, for the fun facts he's in our hearts He's in our hearts, and he's in my dick. My boy, Holm. So I have some 50, 52. <laughs> in my dick? <laughs> no, uh-huh. maybe, maybe he's not quite there yet. But. Was that off of Step Brothers where she's like, I just want you to crawl into my vagina and just live in there? I don't know. Oh, God, so yeah, good. And so he crawl into his dick. So 52 arousing facts about sex. This is from Facts. Whoa, 50 fucking two? We're not going through 52. Jesus, I'm just going to stumble on okay. the, uh, the right. first top 10 here. It seems like the go-to, like fun facts, usually are sexual. Right. But uh, factretriever.com. Okay. Uh, okay. 
Give him props. All right. So the word clitoris is Greek for divine and goddess, goddess-like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I feel like we've read this before. I haven't heard that before. Goddess-like? Yeah. Uh, married. So number two, married people are more likely to masturbate than people living alone. Yeah. I, feel- I, I actually feel like that's the case. Yeah, I feel like that's the case, too. When I was single, and I feel like I, I masturbated less. I don't really want to... Yeah? I got, like, parents listening to this or something. No, I feel like... I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it, Dave. Hey, you know, we listened to the podcast in California, and we got to the uh, sex facts from our previous one, and I was like, Ooh, but it wasn't bad. My point is, is I think when you're married, you have this, like, you have this level of, like, sexual interaction... That yeah. you're, you're used to, right? You, you, whatever it is that you do, right? Yeah. And then if it sways off that a little bit, your body's like, hey, man, you were supposed to do it last week and you didn't do it, or you're supposed to do it yesterday and it never happened. Like, you get a little more worked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get a little bit more aggro. Yeah. It just stands up on its own. Start slamming doors. Yep. Starts being Antifa down there. It's the- <laughs> no, I didn't. We didn't wash the dishes. It's shit. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> commies, my fucking. <laughs> That's what it is, dude. So fucking, they're breaking windows. Yeah. My balls are going through shit. Okay, so number three. The, yeah. the fear of having, seeing, or thinking about an erection is called ithyphalophobia. Ithyphalophobia. Okay, so store that one away and, and <sighs> bring that up. I'm never going to remember that. <laughs> and why do they even name that? This is called thought, right? Yeah, yeah. There is no such thing about I mean, that's just, No. Uh, the okay number four mm-hmm. upper paleolithic art dating back 30,000 years depicts mm-hmm. people using dildos to pleasure themselves and others that means mankind invented sex toys long before the wheel well see okay so my my i, I say I, duh yeah i'm <laughs> i'm i'm looking at like a child because if you go way back and you're looking at prehistoric human, like not prehistoric, but you're looking at pre-established humans, yeah, like they're still trying to probably figure shit out. Like, well, what is you know? And they know it gets hard, and they know it moves around and stuff. But like yeah. when you shove a bunch of shit and everything, <laughs> you know, it's like well, think about humanity with no culture. They'd be like, oh, grab that kid's dick. You know what yeah, I mean? Like they would. They would no, be there's no fucking uncivilized. They would just be like. There's there's a lot of cultures out there that are kind of. Well, so I was saying, like, like when you have children, you know, we you've said this about your little boy. They kids play, they don't play understand like what the fuck that thing is. No, boy or girl, right? So like, they're just like, you change your diaper, they're flicking it, they're fucking. It's weird, you know. Yeah. It's definitely a weird thing to try to adjust to. Point being though yeah. is that's how people were, man. You're just like, oh, uh, there's a banana. Let's put it here and see what that does. <laughs> yeah, go play with your banana in the tree or whatever. Yeah. Um, all right, so number five, uh, the average man has 11 erections per day and nine erections at night. Oh, I believe the night one. 11 per day? But wouldn't one all night just count as one erection? No, because I feel like you... Because no. what's an erection if you're not there to visit? It's like, it did, it, did a... Uh, <laughs> Is that like a fucking Disneyland? Did, like, did a tree fall in the forest if I didn't hear it? <laughs> you know, like, did I have an erection at night? Or? Okay, but let's be real. Guy to guy here. I mean, I wake up multiple times a night, like, you know, you wake up, roll over or whatever, right? And you're like, yeah. I mean, you wake up, you're like, oh, I got a boner right now. You just fall back asleep. That shit probably just goes away. And then... I don't... It's not... It doesn't happen as much now as it did when I was younger. Oh, yeah. The but I, I, usually, is, I usually wake up to go pee, and that that is the... Uh, oh. 
Yeah, the significance. I feel like it happens a lot. But the 11 times a day, is that what you said, 11 times a day? Yeah. I don't buy that. I don't buy that either. Uh, Maybe uh, maybe for like a fucking liberal who doesn't do anything. (laughs) Yeah, it's like if you don't have a job, (laughs) you can't have a boner at your work. I I couldn't even tell you the last time I had a boner at work. I don't think I have had a boner at work. No, I I can't. No, No, that's weird. I would never. It's weird. Number six, uh, women who went to college are more likely to enjoy receiving and giving oral sex. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that either. Maybe because like, maybe because like college like is your experimenting stages and you do that a lot there. I don't know. I didn't go to college. My wife didn't go to college. I don't don't know about that. I don't know. It seems like a labeling something that shouldn't be labeled. Yeah. That was probably given off of a a survey. Yeah. All right. Number seven, there are between 500 and a thousand deaths per year due to autoerotic asphyxiation. I believe that. You think they'd learn by now, but they don't. That's like the uh, the kung fu guy died in Thailand. Yeah, I don't. They were saying I, that that's like a conspiracy. Yeah, I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. I know. My, so why you, go to Thailand? Like, I I think like an aggressive. I think it's normal to like have like aggressive tendencies like during sex. You know, I'm not saying Maybe. aggressive like I'm gonna slap this bitch around. I'm kind of I'm kind of the opposite, dude. Oh, you're the, you're the soft one. I'm a softy. <laughs> I like it. You're soft like a and smooth. prisoner's fucking wet dream, Greg. Dude, I I'm there to please. That's about it. Dude, I, listen, I'm not off board with you on that. I'm, I'm, I think it's because honestly, and I will tell you this: this is my honest truth. I think it's because I smoked a lot of weed when I was younger. Maybe <laughs> I think it's because I liked the way it felt, and I was like, okay. I'm saying that like slow. I'm saying that in general, like throughout all your sexual experiences, like there are periods of time where you're like way more into it. Maybe you're like really like, yeah, let's do fucking do. Yeah. You know, and it, it's called whiskey dick, Dave. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying like you are more aggressive in, in a certain way. I think that makes okay. sense. <laughs> but like strapping a belt around your neck and shit. I'm like, nah, that's fucking weird, man. Well, you used to do that with a uh, dog chain. Yeah. Well, that was cause I was a fucking goth kid. Number eight. <laughs> <laughs> Scientists are unsure why humans have pubic hair, but they theorize that the hair traps secretions that hold pheromones or sexual scents. Hmm. It gives off that musky scent. So it's like a uh, dusty pillow. <laughs> you like, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> it just spreads. It's like Dude, stepping that's a, in a field that's of daisies. Super, that's or... like an X-Men that has never been invented. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Too bad Stan Lee's not around. You're like, you could have made fucking pube man. Pube man. Do it now. <laughs> Don't make me slap my pubes. Oh, shit. It's like pollination. He dude. did three pats of the pubic bone. Can you imagine an old day where, like, a caveman just walks in a cave and he fucking smacks his bush and <laughs> it just sends out the fucking, and every girl's like, Ooh. Or just, like, walks by and then <laughs> yeah. he's just, like, flapping everything out in the air and then uh, a woman's t- like, To me, yes. p- yeah, pubes are definitely weird to me. Um. All right, so here we go, number nine. A teaspoon of semen contains five calories. A sperm takes one hour to swim seven inches. That's like a double whammy. One hour to swim seven inches. That's fucking inefficient, dude. That's really <laughs> inefficient, dude. <laughs> That's off. like, oof. Well, and what I've heard is the uh, the sperm packed with DNA for a woman or a girl travels slower than a boy sperm. Mm. so to speak and that's why uh mm. you know that's why they say you got to go well this might sound a little crude but 
Fuck mm. you guys. You got to go deeper if you want a boy. <laughs> oh, God. So I'm just, I was just getting tipped <laughs> with my two girls. Like, yeah, Well, it might have been signs of an accident. I'm just saying. I, I think on a real quick note, I think it's hilarious that some poor scientist had to sit there for an hour and watch a sperm like race across the screen. And they're like, which one is this? And they, they yeah. pick that sperm up. It's like up watching and they, a turtle race. And is you're this like, a boy sperm or a girl sperm? Mm, that's weird, man. What was the first part of that? Um, five calories oh. or per teaspoon of semen. Again, like, is that necessary info? I mean. Well, if people are on a strict diet, they might want to know that. Number 10, and the last one. Avocados are known as the fruit of the testicle tree and are believed to have aphrodisiac qualities. Yeah, I've heard that. Unless they're oxidized. You ever have a brown avocado? Barf. No, I mean, I, I, I'm that's like... That's like an anal. That's like know. a fucking... That's pure anal. I just right started getting into avocados. I actually enjoy them more than I ever have. Yeah. But I sell them, obviously. And uh, yeah, when they... Uh, it's pretty funny. They're real firm. They're like uh, a teenage boy when they when they fucking come in. They're green and they're fucking hard. Oh yeah, and I know. Built up and then <laughs> and then like after then a week, a little bit, they look like grandpa's testicles. They're like the insides have decomposed and the skin is left and it's just got veins. It's, I know. Let me go off on one one last one here. Yeah, we're good. Intercourse has been called afternoon delight, dancing the mattress. Uh, Rum, rum, rumbusticating, stumping, <laughs> spearing the bearded clam, horizontal refreshment, and testing the mattress. That's good. I like that. I always find it funny, like stumping, <laughs> stumping. I right. yeah, that wouldn't work. You know what's funny is like people make up these names for stuff. I think the funniest thing I've ever heard was Alex, our friend Alex. And he came up with it. I don't know if he came up with it, but he I've never heard it. But it was the salmon patchel or the salmon pouch. The salmon pouch. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, just the visual. Yeah. The salmon's got a real odor. Yeah, it does. You know, it it's does. not a good visual. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can uh, talk about like dick hygiene and. uh we should. You know, grooming. Yeah. I mean, I could I could go down that route. I gotta. I don't know how comfortable you'd feel uh, broadcasting that information out, but yeah, I don't think I would. I think I'd regret it later. <laughs> have some regrets. Guys, gotta have it half an inch of hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no more, no less. A stubble is that? Why is it that? Like when you look at real quick, why is it that when you look at like an old statue, like Roman statues and stuff, you see these little tiny peckers, you know, right? Yeah. They got like these nice, perfectly round balls and this little little dickhead, and it's always uncircumcised, right? Uh, there's a bush. Yeah, like you see the bush, like an actual like leaf bush, or like no, a, like they got like a little pubic patch hair? Okay. pubic hair. All right, but I'm like, have humans grown more pubic hair? Because I feel like if I was to let mine go, you know, like full, like <laughs> full, full wild man, like nothing for weeks. Yeah. They don't look like that statue, David. No, no, they yeah. probably have shaved. They they used to shave back in the day. Did they? That's my question. Did they shave? I think did they Romans did. shave. Yep, they used their fucking. Well, foot swords to shave on hmm. real carefully. It's like a real man. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to shave right my the dick bar- real quick. <laughs> the barber is a knight. He's like unsheaths his sword. <laughs> Come in. Fucking samurais are like, oh. Yeah. I don't mm. know. I'm just curious because I, I just noticed that they are not that hairy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if that's because of breeding and. 
I'd say they shaved it. It's got to be shaven. No one grows like a perfect tuft of pube just like right above Maybe your package. They, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, they were like, they were also like a different breed of pube. You know, like they were all fit and I don't think there's any like obesity back there. Uh, I, I tend to disagree, dude. Were they? I think the ones that were made of statue. <laughs> made are, of statue? Yeah. The ones that came out of the know. statue vagina. I think they had to they had to fight a lot more and they were probably a little more. Yeah, and they probably didn't eat outdoorsy. a lot. I mean, yeah. who knows if, you know. Anyways, yeah. So that's, that's good. Right. Yeah. I think uh, the sound of the music, the sound of the kids. God, sounds like f- there's a party out there. There's dude. a motherfucking gotta, party in my house. We got to go join it. So, yeah. And we're going to be drinking with two year olds. Yep. No, that sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> drinking some juice and Snapple, baby. <sighs> well, you know, it's good, man. Yeah. I can't wait till we get all back. I feel like it's been a long time since we all have been here. Well, next week is Thanksgiving. So I don't yeah. know what you got going on on Friday. We'll, yeah, we'll have to talk about it. Anyways, people, good uh, good talking to you. We're gonna have a have a good Thanksgiving because we won't, you know, we'll see you before then. So, yep. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Eat lots of turkey. All right. Don't eat too much because then people would rather fuck a trance. Yep. Gobble gobble, everybody. Gobble. All right. See you later, dude. Take your stuff in like a man. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.